Welcome to Ms. Lyrics Poetry Outlaws, a podcast hosted by Catherine Owen, in which she reads poems, talks about the poetry world, and interviews poets. Poetry, it makes nothing happen, according to W.H. Auden, and oh, that's a beautiful thing. Good morning, Poetry Outlaws. Today, March 11th, 2021, is a special homages podcast, a tribute to the Canadian poet Joe Rosenblatt, who died two years ago today at the age of 85. I knew Joe for 23 years. We were collaborators, friends, adventurers. I spent time with him at his house where he'd lived for 30 years with his wife, Faye, uh, and his multiple cats on Qualicum Beach. And we also spent time together in Toronto, where he grew up around Kensington Market. We did some little tours together. We published two books, Dog, which was a sonnet collaboration with photographs by Karen Moe. And that was translated into Italian and called Canide. And then we published a quirky little book of three persona letters to each other. Joe loved his monikers, his names. He was Moishi Red Canoe, and he was Mutsi, and he was my dog father. And this book was called Dark Fish and Other Infernos. So I'd like to read, first of all, a little, uh, a little part of something he wrote about his philosophy of writing. Joe hated rambling. He would often tell me to shut up if I talked too long. So my plan is, in this tribute, to read his philosophy of writing, then read a poem I wrote for him after he died, read one of his poems, and then read a poem that we wrote together for Dog. So his philosophy of writing... He said, I write to escape hyper-reality, the genocide of man, elephants, and fish, the death of the ozone layer, the industrial degradation of the earth. My affordable opiate is my muse. It allows me to float into a dream state and create an escapist literature. Let the prose fanciers, the dog people as opposed to poetic feline fancier, indulge in grim reality. The very thought of reality gives me hives. You get a sense of his uh, humorous, curmudgeonly character there. He truly was an inhumanist, uh, a bard of the ocean, the fish, the birds, cats, uh, the trees, all those wild entities. And... He was prone to <laughs> dismissing humanity in a variety of ways. Uh, here's a poem I wrote for him the day that he died, March 11, 2019. Ojo. Now you are gone, I find I cannot write seriously about you, for you were too important to me. And that significance was made up of laughter, mostly the happy olives and martinis, that jovial smoked meat you liked slap between bread, 
those giggling with grease eggs, all your absurd musings on the cannibalistic ocean and the raunchy forests, bright daubs of hourless paint, our silly epistles, your goofy affection for Spongebob and his ilk, your ridiculous alter egos, mutsy, moishy red canoe, the time you donned a monster mask upside down on the Day of the Dead, or met your friend at the door sporting a woman's clip-on in your snout and merely drawling at his shocked expression. What, Don John, what? I'm not saying you are the happiest man. No poet escapes the black dog that runs inside its dreams. And you had known losses, had a hard upbringing, and were, perhaps, a natural curmudgeon anyway. Someone who told me to shut up more than that he loved me. But I know you did. So 2008, our book Dog came out. When I first met Joe, I was, I was in awe of him. I met him through my ex-husband at a poetry reading at the Jewish Community Center in Vancouver. And it took me a couple of years before I finally realized that we, we had these commonalities and we, we actually became friends. And he assisted me to get my first book, Somatic, The Life and Work of Egon Schiel, published in 1996. And from that point on, I would go and visit him in the summertime and around his birthday on Boxing Day and edited a bunch of his books and ended up having extensive interactions with him over the years. Not always in terms of conversation. He wasn't a huge conversationalist, but I went fishing with him. I went walking with him and we spent hours poring over words together on the page, uh, whether poems or his prose. And plus, he was a wonderful artist, and I ended up buying and collecting uh, a lot of his sketches and his, his beautiful, colorful, uh, daubing paintings of, of birds and, and fish and, and flowers. So here's one of the combinative sonnets that we wrote together for Dog. Uh, we wrote individual sonnets too, but uh, he started writing this book first, and then he contacted me, and he, he called me Crowy. That was his nickname for me. And he said, Crowy, can you help me finish this sonnet? So I wrote the uh, sestet to his octet, and then sometimes he'd write the octet to my sestet. And in this one, we have actually an extended sonnet. There's two extra lines. And it's about uh, a dog that uh, Karen Moe photographed in Havana that was in uh, really rough shape from having had too many puppies. So there's a wonderful photograph of this fluffy white, but also bedraggled um, and, uh, um, you know, dog who's had a difficult time in this book. And uh, Joe and I both tried to enter the narrative of this canine, whom we called Slut. I start and Joe ends. You trollop of the cobblestones, tongue slurped up in a lick on life's cone, Havana back alleys your brodello. What are you seeking? Hair once frou-froued in a white fluff coiffure, eyes pepped with the hot sights of scraps. Now your coat mats, ears sag and pudenda pulses, an overstuffed sack above the pavement, the small olives of your eyes dull. 
famished angel, the evening is your mother. She will place you gently on her lap, calm you and cover you snugly under a tattered blanket. A portly moon will be your only friend. Your breath spirals up to a starry landing. There you'll find a frowsy rug on the floor. Darling, slip into something comfortable. Rest your head against the pillow of the night. So Joe published over 40 books, and he was completely and totally an artist. He won several awards. He traveled to Italy. He spent every day creating art right up until the end. His final book was called Bite Me. I love that title. But I really adore the book that came out before Bite Me, and it was called The Bird in the Stillness, and is full of gorgeous elegies that are both for the planet and for his beloved wife, Faye, who had died two years before him. This sonnet is called Gilding the Sadness. In delight, the green man's eyes shone and dilated as they beheld a playful sight of moving caterpillars who drifted slowly in single file as in a fuzzy dream. It was a view to tingle every ringlet of his leafy beard. At heart, he was a sentimentalist of the weeping kind. Once he cried in witnessing a moth spiral to its death. He saw it trembling on the ground in the lunar light, and he wept when its wings semaphored goodbye. I must gather up some sunshine and refine it into gold and pour that glowy soup drip by drip into my brain, gilding the sadness inside and setting my mind aglow. There's rustling deep inside the throne room of a tree. His majesty is looking pale and a bit dispirited today. He's one in need of an elixir to waft those blues away. Thank you, Joe. You've been listening to Ms. Lyrics Poetry Outlaws. Stay fierce, word musicians. <laughs>